We've had one, yes. What about second breakfast? This drink, I like it. Another! The Very Serious Writing Show. Starring John Fornoff and Daniel Thompson. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to the Very Serious Writing Show. With me today is John Fornoff. He was a writer for Adventures in Odyssey. We're having him back today, and when we when we stopped talking last week, we were talking about some of your lamplighter work, John. Now, what is it like to take a story like a book, one of those lamplighter books, and adapt it over? What's kind of your process on that? Well, we look at the book and look for the story, like what's, what's the, um, you, you have to condense it some, you have to condense characters, that kind of stuff. Um, and then also you want to make a tight story. A lot, of, a lot of the stories written back in the 1800s, so sometimes they have some slow parts yeah. where there'll be something that happened way back and it's just kind of it's just kind of slow to go. So what you do is condense those parts. Um, and for me, I've got a little secret. i got a little ADD thing going on. So when I'm going through the book, I'm getting bored. It's like, well, we're not going to put that in there. So it's like if, if I get bored, it's not okay. So I just take all the fun parts and put it in there. They got all the boring parts, and also what I look at is you look at the you look at the story itself, and then you go one step deeper. You look at your hero, and you look at the quest that he's on, and you ask one big question: What does this hero want more than anything else? And uh, he's willing to die for that kind of thing. That is the question that drives your story forward, and and you make sure that that story fits with 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 that with that question. You know what what is it he wants more than anything else, and what is opposing him? Okay, there's there's conflict that makes you story. So what do you want more than anything else, and what opposes him? And you keep increasing those obstacles, like obstacle one, then two, and then three. Everything increases, and you make a big antagonist, something something that's oh, yeah. a big force that he's got, and it looks impossible. You know, how's he overcome that? That's what makes great story. And the really cool thing is, you go for subtext. This is what makes a great story even greater. What you do is you ask, um, okay. What's this character want? Okay, that that kind of becomes kind of pretty clear. But what does he need? Mm-hmm. What does he need this character to change inside him, or change his mentality, change his focal point, change change some? Why does he have to change to get what he what he really wants? And isn't that our walk with God? It's like there's something we want. We want a new car. We want a uh, a wife or a husband. We want a um, a promotion. We want something. Okay. But what do we really need? We need something in our character that God wants to see in our character before we get what we want. Isn't that cool? That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So you go in, you find the fun parts of it, and then you figure out what your character is and his, yep. his subtext and everything, and that's how you yep. piece it back together. Yep, exactly right. <laughs> that's way cool. Now, when you, when you and got... I, no, I, I learned a lot. There's a lady called Bobette Buster, just a fascinating name. I mean, just yeah. what a name there and she teaches at pixar she's taught at pixar and usc i believe as well she's a christian and she is just a fascinating lady i've taken a lot of seminars robert mckee and a lot of that was a really good one just a lot of seminars a lot of books and stuff like that and she brought it all together um in this one seminar and she talked about um how do you do subtext how do you do that and i look at her notes and that was from like four or five years ago i look at her notes every time i do a script and it makes it so much richer, so much richer. That is cool. So do you ever do you ever find yourself in a position where you have to add that subtext, or is it always there in the story? 
Wow, that's a great question. Very insightful question. Um, it's interesting. I'm working on the show, The Extraordinary Adventures of G.A. Henty, which is a fascinating show. Oh, it's a lot of fun. And um, when and Henty wrote 122 books, and they're yes. adventures. It's like full of excitement and just history and cool stuff and meeting wow, this really cool people like William Wallace and oh yeah, Sir oh Strait. yeah, it's just great stuff. But the one thing he's lacking is subtext. Yeah, he, he, he has a great story. It's a great like here's what the character wants. He's got to get this. He's got to live. You know, kind of thing. But where what does he really need in his character? How does he change? How does he grow? What's his crisis of faith? You know, what that kind of stuff. He's not as strong with that. Mm -hmm. And so uh, what we do is we build that into the stories, and we build on. He did. He, I mean, he he got us started. He's a great storyteller. We just add some oomph to it. Added, put a turbocharger on the stories. And that now they have some really, now they're rich. When you listen to them, they're emotionally satisfying when you listen to the audio dramas. I've got to listen to these. Which ones have you done of Henty's? Wow. Um, let's see here. We did, the first one we did was um, Under Drake's Flag. Okay. Which is fascinating. The story of Sir Francis Drake, first Englishman to... Uh, to uh, circle around the globe, and he's a strong Christian. We don't know this. Like, we don't know this for our history. Oh, but really? He's a Christian, yes. It's like, huh. yes. It's, and I'm not reading Henty, but I also read a bunch of other books, too, that, that, that corroborate and show. Wow. William Wallace. We did, um, um, let's see, we did, okay, <laughs> we did Under Drake's Flag in Freedom's Cause, which is the story of William Wallace, okay. the Braveheart story. Uh, he was a strong Christian. He read from a Psalter every day at his execution. He asked the executioner to uh, hold the psalms before him. He wanted to read the psalms while he's being executed. It's like, oh, amazing stories. So, wait, there we go. Uh, uh, Dragon of the Raven is another one we just I read just that finished. one. Okay. Oh, that's a great one. That is, oh, that's, one of, that's one of Henty's shorter ones. That one's oh, really jam-packed. Oh, it's rich. It's rich. You know, here's this guy, you know, the, the end of English civilization. The Vikings have come in, taken over all of England. One little kingdom is left. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's in this one king just became king. He's twenty three years old, and he's up nice. against all these invaders. And he, but he's a strong Christian, and God actually breaks him of pride, and then brings him back and shows him how to win against the Vikings. It's a fascinating story. Just finishing that one with Lee in Virginia, the story of Robert E. Lee. Just finished that one uh, in in L. A. Wow, we had Sean Astin, the guy that oh like, really, you know, the Lord of the Rings is in that. Yeah, we oh have, that's uh, cool. We, have, uh, we also have Chris Anthony from Adventures in Odyssey, okay. and she was amazing, and her daughter Kelsey. We had, um, man, oh, wait, wait, all kinds of like amazing people in this show, just amazing people. So we're very blessed. Are very you going to do? Are you going to do Barrack the Britain? Yes, we're doing that next in October. Funny thing you mentioned that we're oh, doing Barrack the Catacobasties. We're going to do that in London. We're going over there in early October. Sweet. So we're working on those right now. Yeah. Yeah, I think Barrack the you should ask. Like, I'm working on that right now. Yeah. The reason I asked Barrack the Britain, I think, was my favorite one. I love that one. And then I don't remember the name of it, but the one uh, set in Jerusalem, the fall of Jerusalem. Oh, I think that's one we're. we're I, I think that's in the works as well. We it ought have, to be. Oh my gosh. Yeah, uh, yeah there's some great ones. I mean, he was an amazing storyteller, and he, oh man, the stories we're doing, and, and we've got people like John Campbell doing our music, we've got Mark Drury doing our sound design, and Todd Bastide, and, and Rob Jorgensen, just great sound designers, great actors, um, we've got uh, um, Bill Hyde as our executive producer, and Nick Hyde, and uh, Aaron Fullen are also producers on it, it's just like, it, we've got an amazing team, we are so blessed to be working together. Oh, that is so cool, that yeah. is so cool. Another question about uh, about the uh, the process of audio dramas. You know, you your all your characters they're only going to be experienced audibly. Audibly, the audience is only going to be hearing them. So, how do you go about character development in a different way? 
Because, I mean, you essentially have dialogue to, to reveal yeah. the character. Well, we also have action. We have a lot of action going on. And you want to show, not tell. That's one of the, yeah. the key roles of, of, of storytelling is show, don't tell. So we show through action. Like we have, you know, while they're doing do- you're, what, what are they doing? They're, um, you know... Um, they're chasing a cow, you know. It's like so they're not just talking about the cow; they're chasing the. Cow. I don't know why I put a, put a cow in there, but anyway, it's just like they're, <laughs> they're doing something. Okay, <laughs> a random cow. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that, but anyway, just like they're they're doing something. You got to be acting, so they're not just talking. You don't want to talk heavy thing. You want people like uh, they're battling. You know, mm-hmm. you the swords going back and forth. They're they're taking action. So uh, the dialogue. I, Saint Francis of Assisi said. Um, Preach the gospel, and if if uh, if necessary, use words. Yeah, I remember that. And, yeah, which is a great quote. And uh, and same with with uh, with good storytelling. You know, if, if you have to, you know, put it in the dialogue, but put it in action. That's where you really need it to ha- happen. You know, put it in the action. So yeah, so that's how you develop it in in radio. Is is it's just like you do in movies or any other story. You just you just put it in the um, you develop. You can't. You don't normally have a character just like in filmmaking. You don't have a character saying. I think I feel like this, or I feel like this. You don't want to put mm-hmm. it on the nose like that. You want to see it in their action. So you don't want to have to say, I am angry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, instead of that, take a chair and throw it through the window. Then you can say, you know, I think that guy is angry. That's what you say as a listener or, what, you know, that kind of thing. So you don't, you, you don't have to have them say it, you know. I am embarrassed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, you know, just just show it. Don't tell it. So you had to put a lot of work into the sound effects department then to make the action believable. Uh, yes, we have. Um, now, <laughs> sound designers love me, and we put love in quotes um, <laughs> because I like to push them. I like to do stuff we haven't done before in, in sound design, and they make it come alive. So one, for example, uh, we had uh, Mark Drury, uh, one of our sound designers, uh, just amazing work. Uh, in one of the scenes, we have a shark attack. Where um, um, Ned uh, mm-hmm. sees, uh, he's, an, he's an English guy, and they're fighting against the Spaniards, and he sees a Spanish girl dive over the side of the ship, and she's floundering in the water, and she's drowning, and then there's a shark coming, and he decides to jump in the water and save her. So he jumps in with his father's basilar dagger, by the way, and he's going to fight off the shark and save the girl. It's pretty intense. And Mark says, do we, do we have to do a shark attack? Can we just like, you know, just like throw a rope, you know, so let's make it simple. So no, 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 we got to do a shark attack. He said, really? No, we've never, I've never heard a shark attack in audio <laughs> drama. I've never heard it. Please, Mark, do it. So he did it. And it, it took him like two days just to do the shark attack. Oh, I but bet. it's one of the most powerful scenes we've got in audio drama. It is amazing with Mark Drury's sound design, uh, the acting, and then also, oh, Mark added a few lines. He got excited about it. He added a few lines there, original lines, and then John Campbell's music. It is amazing what happens in that shark attack. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I have to listen to it. Oh, I've yeah. I've got to go listen to the shark attack now. <laughs> hey, we are going to take one last quick break. Um, we sure. are going to be right back again after this. Ladies and gentlemen, I am sorry, but I could not find the shark sequence John was speaking of anywhere on YouTube. However... This opened up an opportunity. I am very pleased to present to you the very serious homemade radio theater. (laughs) Ned, another Spanish girl's fallen into the water again. What did you say? Ah! 
I believe that Spanish girl has just fallen into the water. Bob. And look, I do believe there's a shark coming. I'm a shark. I have decided to jump into the water and save her from the shark. I'm a shark. And I shall do so with my father's special bachelor dagger, by the way. Here I go. I shall save you, Spanish girl, from the shark. I'm a shark. Really unkind thing to do. I'm a shark. Swim away, swim away. Oh, gracias, hombre, for saving me from the shark. That is what I do, especially when I have my father's special basilar dagger. Oh, let's have some tea. And that's totally how it happened. And we're back. John, this, yes, just thank you for being on the show. This is fantastic. This is well, fantastic. Daniel, thank stuff. you. It's been fun, fun talking with you. Thank you so much. I've, I've loved talking to another guy who likes doing the audio stuff. I haven't had any audio people on the show yet, so this has been oh. well, this has been fun for me. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun here. someday I've got to do I've got to do a radio drama now. That's you've convinced oh, me. Oh, it looks too man. much fun. It, it excites your imagination like no other medium does. It's just it's just yeah, a lot of fun. Now, where can people find you online? Well, let's see here. A couple places is I work on Lamplighter Theater, which is a wonderful show. And I work on that with Mark Hamby. You go to lamplighter.net and you can find all our shows there. Uh, you can also find out about the Lamplighter Guild. If you've got people listening that are writers, sound designers, oh, uh, yeah. direct actors, uh, want to make sure you sign up for the next Lamplighter Guild, um, which is fast. We bring together master teachers from all over the, all over the place. Yeah. And they teach students for, for a week about the craft. And, and you learn about how, how uh, the God story is weave, it weaves into your writing, into your painting, photography, whatever. So that's, that's all part of that, too. That's Lamplighter Theater, Lamplighter Guild. Go to lamplighter.net. You can listen to some of the shows. You can have free samples of some of the shows we do. Nice. Another, yeah, it's really cool. Another one I'll work on is The Extraordinary Adventures of G.A. Henty. And that is a fascinating show. If you if you hear any of Henty's shows, you know, if you're a homeschooler, like Henty is like part of the curriculum uh-huh. in a way. <laughs> yes. So go to hentyalive.com. Again, hentyalive.com, and you'll see some of our shows on there. And you know what's fun? You go to Amazon.com and the reviews from people have just been so gracious and kind. We have oh, I'm a, I'm blown away by the remarks we're getting from people listening oh, that's and, cool. uh, and lives being changed, you know, faith being imparted, uh, just just um, things being ins- inspired in kids and in families. Just just what's going on with these stories? Because it's interesting. Because th- if we lose touch with our past, then we've if we've lost our past, we've lost our future. Mm-hmm. And it connects us with with the exciting stories, inspiring stories of our faith uh, from people from real life history heroes, and yeah. it's it's fascinating. And just go back to Deuteronomy. It's like you know, hey, remember the stories. You know, got to remember the stories. So uh, there's that hentylive.com, lamplighter.net. Those are two that you can hear. I also work on uh, kids uh, kids corner. It's another show I work on, and Red Rock Mysteries. Uh, it's put up by Keys for Kids. So those are four of the audio dramas I work on. That's very cool. Now, what are some of the uh, Odyssey episodes that you wrote? Wow, I wrote a bunch of them. I can't remember how many, but um, some of the ones I really, really enjoy working on are The Great Wishy Was, which is just a lot of fun. We took uh, Wizard of Oz and we made it into a spiritual journey and made it into uh, a musical. We did a spoof of it, and it was just loads of fun to work on. That's the first show I got to direct. 
that's fun. Uh, another one is a snow day. A lot of people really like that. This like this kid wakes up, Alex, Alex wakes up, and finds out it's uh, it's a snow day. You know, no school, and he goes on this amazing adventure, and he's got to deliver his cookies to his grandma uh, before. Um, um, uh, Rodney Rathbone finds him. Uh, so, anyways, it's kind of a fun story there. That, that's a, that's a lot of sound effects on that, which is amazing. Um, what's another one? Oh, no way in, no way out. That's a fun one. Uh, we outlined that as a team, and it was one of the fastest outlines we've ever done because we're like boom, 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 <laughs> just like all the beats. It's like wow. And this episode, so it starts off. Wit is stuck in a room with no doors, no windows. He's by himself, and there's a strange man in there, and it's like. How did he get here, and how's he going to get out? And it's a fascinating story. It's like, wow, um, that's a, that's a really cool one. It's a mystery show, and um, that's kind of fun. That's, that's, so there's a few that I've worked on. Just had a lot of fun. Oh, Gloopers is one. A kid gets stuck in a video game based on a nightmare my my son had. Uh, Dad, I had this I had this nightmare. I got stuck in a video game and I couldn't get out. And I had to go through all these levels. And I go, oh, that's great. Let me write this down. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, and uh, ironically, they made a video game out of it. Isn't that ironic? That is um, ironic. And, a, and a bloopers. Oh, another one. Um, the Spy Who Bugged Me. That's one. That's a really fun one. Jared and Dwayne. So anyway, just yeah, just a lot of fun shows. Just had a lot of fun working on the show. Well, yeah, man. This this has been fantastic. I've loved having you on here. This has been great. Sure. Thank you so then much for being you. on. Well, thanks for having me here, man. And, and I, I am just grateful to God that he's given me these amazing opportunities. And, you know, if God's put a dream in you, he'll make it come, he'll make it come alive. And not only come alive, he'll make it come into fruition. Just keep following him. Keep following him and he'll, he'll connect you. He'll connect you with what he's wired you for. And when you get around it, there's nothing like doing the dream that God has for you. So I encourage you to do that. Amen, man. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, hey, I will catch up with you later. Thanks again. Thank you, Dan. You enjoyed it, man. A lot of fun. Cuttlefish. I... I have no idea what's happening. Let us not, dear friends. Forget our dear friends, the cuttlefish. The you are listening to The Very Serious Writing Show. Hey, y'all. I got my voice back. Can you hear it? It's all pretty and smooth, like butter flowing across the back of a baby chimpanzee. Bomb shakalaka. That's how I like it. Hey, this has concluded the first week of the Adventures in Odyssey takeover. Next week, we got Paul McCusker in studio. He's going to be telling us all the things that are good. Thank you for listening in today. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't tell anyone. We don't want this spreading around. That'd be terrible. Think of what would happen if the internet got a hold of this. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine what people would do if they found that midsection? Because, oh my gosh, maybe it's just because it's getting pretty late right now. It's about 1130, but I think I, I can't I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, hey, that guy with the hat.com. That's a place you can find all the things. You can hang out. You can listen to previous episodes. And it gives you links to the Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, iTunes, and, of course, Goodreads. I do respond to all your messages on Goodreads, every last one of them. And I will friend all of you on Goodreads, because that's how much I care. I care enough to go on Goodreads. What I don't care enough about is reading books so I can consistently update my Goodreads with new things that I have read that were good. But otherwise, yeah, that's pretty much how it works. So anyway, 
Tune back in next Monday. And oh my gosh, I like this Monday-Thursday system a lot better. We're keeping it. It's going to be a thing. So, yes, Paul McCusker. Look him up. Google him real quick. Because, oh my gosh, this guy is cool. And you get to hear from him next Monday. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. Ah, <sighs> This music is really freaking relaxing. Do you guys think this music is... Guys, this music is the most relaxing thing in the world. I just listen to it, and I feel happy on the inside. That's how powerful this music is. And it is the happiness and the optimism that I give to you. Just for you. All this happy optimism for a dreary Thursday morning in Oklahoma. It's cold, and it's windy, but it's happy because of this music. And because you're here with me. Farewell, very serious writing show listeners. Farewell.